Okay. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Empowered Practice Podcast with Holistic Mental Wellness Coach Tony, Tony Parks, and myself, JD Ingalls. I never know what to call myself. I'm also a wellness coach, but I'm studying to be a social worker right now, and I also teach yoga. So, whatever you want to call me is fine. <laughs> wellness um, advocate, our yes, well, just wellness angel. That's what I'm gonna call you. Mm, I love that. I'll take that. I'll receive that. Yes. <laughs> um, welcome, 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 everyone. Um, so happy to have you here. So happy to join in community with you all. And I just, as we enter in together, I'm just imagining you all like popping into the tent with us, taking your spot on a nice cozy pillow or mat bolster. So feel free to take some time to just set your space and make it nice and cozy for yourself. Um, if you can't do that right now, no worries. Just know that that energy is surrounding you and uplifting you wherever you are. And I'm going to pass it off to Tony so we can just breathe and center together before we kick it off. Mm, thank you so much, Wellness Angel. Mm -hmm. If you can, go ahead and just call your energy back into yourself. You don't have to close your eyes yet. But if you can, you can go ahead and gently close your eyes. <sighs> and as you call your energy into you, using your breath, try to slow the breath down just a bit more. <sighs> and now straighten out the spine, let the shoulders fall. Hmm. Hold your head up if you can, as if the top of your head is holding up heaven. <sighs> and inhale through the nose. And exhale out of the mouth. <sighs> And as you inhale, call in light into the third eye. And as you exhale, allow that light to pass through the body. And on your next inhale, call in light into the throat. And exhale. Allowing that light to pass through the body. And on this next inhale, make it a big exhale and call in even more light into the heart. And exhale, releasing that love throughout your body. And let's breathe again into the heart, allowing the heart to expand and soften. And exhale. And now allow yourself to just feel the sensations within your body. <clears throat> and send gratitude to any part of your body that you can really feel right now. Maybe it's the toes or the hips. It could be tension or it could feel good. Whatever it is, just send gratitude. Let us set the intention for us all to receive any clarity, any messages that we need today. 
so that we can reach our highest potential. You can set your own internal intention and take a few deep breaths, so big breaths, and then gently bring yourself back. So good. And Mm. also just starting off with a bang, that visualization that you just led us through is the meditation that I've been doing every morning for the past couple of weeks with sending light into my third eye, then throat, then heart and resting there. And y'all, we didn't talk about that. Nothing. It just, (laughs) (laughs) yeah. Yeah. Powerful start. Wow. Yes. Wow. And that was completely intuitive. You know, usually I take us through something a bit more in the lower chakras. Yeah. But wow. You're, you're, that, that, that angelic part of you just came mm. out. And say, you know, what? <laughs> I, think, I think everyone needs to try this yes. out and, and see. Okay. So tell me about this meditation and what's the intention behind it because you know spirit just came through me I have no idea why we <laughs> yeah. <need to> do that <laughs> yeah absolutely um it's it's one of those things where um and I'm sure you've had multiple experiences and listeners you probably have too where it's like feels so magical and then it's so natural at the same time so for the last couple of years actually I've been saying the A Course in Miracles prayer um <clears throat> most mornings which is where would you have me go what would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And I've been hearing the exact same answer daily, which is go into your heart, rest there, say, I love you a thousand times to everyone that exists. And, um, I kept hearing that and I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Like sometimes I would listen, sometimes I wouldn't. And then just most recently, um, what came to me was cave of the heart meditation. And, um, it's actually a a common meditation in, um, yogic practice. And it can be really elaborate where you go into the Lotus of the heart and each petal represents a different chakra and a different element, but it can be as simple as starting with the third eye and you bring light there and you can say a mantra or just call in all your guides and ask for wisdom and clarity. And then you call that same light into the throat center and you slowly move down into the heart and you just rest there. And for some people, it's just a presence of like love and peace that you rest in. For some people, it's a bright light that expands that you rest in. And for some people, there's actually an entrance into a cave or into a, an abode of some sorts. So you open doors and you walk into there and you just let intuition guide you into whatever it is. So for me, sometimes I walk into the front of a campfire at night. I've been into a literal cave. I've been into like a tree that I walked into and the spiral went down, down, down into like the core of the earth. So, I mean, when you let your mind open and your heart open, you can be guided into these gorgeous places. But each time I've had this like tremendous, overwhelming presence of love and peace and just an overwhelming sense that everything is okay, that everything is in divine alignment. And it really helps me to anchor into that when I start my day like that. So it's been really powerful. Ooh, yeah. explanation. 
you know, now I really understand why that was a powerful start for you. Like the amount of confirmation for you, like absolutely no doubt you're in alignment, you're on the right path. And it's such a beautiful example of if you show up for your frequency, your energy for yourself, then it will truly change your life. It really will. I mean, we never discussed this, had no No. idea, but I felt it in your field. Mm. And I, I, you know, it was like, it was inside of me. So that's how far out, you know, your aura is going and how you, you know, change lives. And I mean, we're states apart, you know, but yet still I was able to easily pick up on that. Like as, as if it was my own idea planted. So congrats Mm. on being in alignment. (laughs) Yay. Mm. And it's just such an re- important reminder not to um, be too analytical, when, at least for me, when I'm in my like spiritual practice, because I had no idea that that was a thing. I just was listening to intuitive guidance. And yeah. here it is, a common practice, you know, a really powerful one. And as I've been in that like zone, that happens more and more and more. Where I'm like, okay, I'm going to trust this because I know it's something that will eventually be revealed to me. So, yeah. Honoring that, that intuition. Yes. Bringing in that balance as well on, on, on point with this uh, Libra full moon that I am really excited about. um, Mm. And I feel like, oh, and side note, we're going to eclipse season soon. So I know. This is like our, and, and really the astrologers I follow say we're already in it, but yes. I'm going to give us some time. I'm going to say <laughs> in my world, we're almost there. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. But I do feel like, especially since we're in Aries season and Libra is about relationships and though yeah. Libra wants yeah. to bring balance, um, like on my walk today, I was, you know, thinking about our discussion today and I thought about the Libras who are in my life and yeah. I reflected yeah. on my last year, 2021, I had a lot of Libra energy. I had a Ooh. lot of Libra clients, had a lot of Libra clients. I was dating a Libra for a while. My mom and my sister is a Libra. It was just a lot of Libra energy. And I was put into like this intensive for a Libra. And what I thought about is that, you know, Libras are very, they can be very diplomatic, very yes. with the flow, easy with compromise until you just push them too far. Yeah. <laughs> and once you really push them, ooh, those Libras can be nasty, 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 nasty in ways you just would never expect. You're just like, oh my gosh, you yeah. know. So go with the flow. So this and that. And I do feel that this full moon is going to illuminate a lot of things within our relationships with others, yes. with ourselves, um, with, I mean, with anything from social media to food, to how we're holding on to the past, how we're holding on to the future. Yes. Like, it feels like a lot of us are going to be calling our own selves out. Like, mm-hmm. you know what? No, no more. Yes. 
done. I'm ready to move forward. So it feels yes. just like a lot of illumination <clears throat> around what's working and what's not working in these relationships. And to me, it kind of feels like it's going to slap a few of us in the face. But if you're prepared, yes. you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> yes. I knew that was going to happen. But if you're not, go ahead yeah. and uh, prepare yourself because yeah. it's coming, whether you're ready for it or not. And, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yes, that is very much in alignment for myself and my own experience. I find that often I am, if I'm in my practice regularly and checking in, usually the full and new moon's energies affect me, you know, up to a week before um, and then even more when it's eclipse season. But um, that has been up for me big time. And for me, it's landing in like the alignment of my sixth and 12th house, like that um, counterbalance between service and spirituality. and um that's huge for me right now it's up for me right now and I've been working a lot on that and just coming into um a balance between service and taking care of myself and um wow wow like I had a probably a good month where I just felt blah. like I was not excited to start my days I was every day felt the same and I was like am I depressed like what's going on here and I, I have a therapist who I see right weekly and I was talking to her about it and basically what came up was I was taking breaks from doing work and doing school but I was taking breaks to do either things for others or things for my house or think and they even though I was switching up what I was doing it all is work and she's like to the brain that's the same thing you're just switching from work to work so of course you're going to feel demotivated and exhausted and depleted at the end of every day. Um, so what I've been doing is working, you know, at least four things into my day. And it could be a two minute thing up to a 30 minute thing, um, up to an hour, depending on the day of something that's just, just for me. And it does not look the same each day. So it might be a five minute brain dump. It might be a half hour of watching a Netflix show. It might be a, a 20 minute nap. It might be a yoga practice. But each day I just check in with what I need in that time and do something just for me. And has that made like a world of difference in one a little over a week? I feel like I have more energy, more joy, more excitement, more hopefulness than I've had in the last month. So it's it's real. <laughs> yeah. Taking care of ourselves is not something to be dismissed. It's not, I don't feel like it should be treated like a luxury. It, it really is a human right. Yes. It is a birthright. And it, yes. we, we can't push forward in life and really, and really reach our purpose and our destiny if we don't prioritize caring for ourselves. And yes. that, if we put that on the back burner, then the destinies we are fulfilling are not our own. It is, yes. you know, some other narratives, some other intentions that have been put upon us. Yes. And through care, you know, you're able to really facilitate that authenticity, um, understanding yourself, like that deep rooted grounded within self. And that feels like pure energy. That is the true like vitality when you feel connected to yourself. And the yeah. only way to do that is to care for yourself. And I love how you mentioned, whether it's five minutes, 30 minutes, an hour, I feel like that is the biggest obstacle I see within mm -hmm. practice 
is with my clients it's just that they feel that it has to look like this perfect social media like self-care thing you know and yes it's like baby two minutes is better than zero yes and honestly when it comes to certain things time and healing and all that stuff like time is an illusion healing is linear so two minutes could be the two minutes of meditation that you finally get that idea or finally your nervous system goes I believe you today that everything will be okay like it doesn't Mm -hmm. it doesn't always have to look a certain way for you to care for yourself yes that is just so important for everyone to know everyone listening anytime you can care for yourself it's okay it's okay yes it's huge. And you just acknowledge something that's been massive for me, which is I, by not listening to myself and honoring what my body actually needed, it went a lot deeper. It started to manifest in a lot deeper ways subconsciously over time, which was like, my voice doesn't matter. Um, I can't trust my, my body. I can't trust my needs to be met. Um, I, sh- I was for many years deflecting it out to experts. Like, what do I need? What do I need? Whether that was a spiritual teacher or a doctor or whoever, because I was never actually listening to what my body was asking for and taking action on it. So 30 seconds of doing that, 30 seconds of like, oh, I just need to take a few deep breaths here. And, and, oh, this is something that I actually need more time on. So let me look at when I can take a half a day off or a day for myself in the near future. Even that will totally change your nervous system response. And the the ripple effect from that is incredible. The creativity that you'll feel, the confidence that you'll feel, the energy that you'll feel is, it's life-changing. Yeah, the peace, you know? Yes. The peace that you feel from knowing that you've actually listened to you and, and it feels aligned. Yeah. In your heart and your mind and your spirit and the cells in your body, you know, mm-hmm. like, okay, every Tuesday and Thursday, I have to take an extra 30 minutes to just yeah. sit and just be me. And I'm going to do my best to accept this about myself too. Um, and the first week, yeah, it feels a little weird. You're like, mm-hmm. okay, you go. second week, yes. you're like, oh, it's feeling a little better. But by the sixth week of showing up for yourself, all of a sudden, you're able to find peace more in those challenging moments. You're, yes. you're able to breathe and not just react, but have an intentional response to what's happening around mm. you. And then from there, you're actually able to be more proactive, to be a creator, to co-create, yes. and to see the things that you want happen in your yes. world and, and to be able to enjoy it. But it is a process. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that that has to be acknowledged that yes. it won't happen overnight. And it won't always feel comfortable. Oof, that part. Yeah. Like I've definitely, as I've worked my way up to taking longer periods of time, which are possible for me, I had, you know, told myself it was impossible, but it's not. And it was really that I didn't want to sit with the, like the guilt that I was feeling for just taking care of myself and not doing the dishes and not getting this task done and not doing that. Totally just choosing myself and not being productive 
quote unquote, in that time as the way the world would define productivity. But, oh man, have I seen it benefit me and everyone around me that like now I'm like, nope, it's, it's good. <laughs> I don't care. I will work <laughs> through the discomfort because I have seen the benefits. <laughs> So, oh my goodness, like I want my new life better than I want to be comfortable in my old yeah. life, you know, and you realize that you don't have to take everything so seriously. Yes. Everything is not a, a determinant factor on your value. Yes. Um, was that your dog? Thanks, dog. That was my dog. Yes, that was like confirmation. Like, that's right. She was like, yes. Yes. I always feel like the animals are always confirming. Like, oh, yes. they're like, oh, that was a good point. But <laughs> yes. really, that is what helps me the most. I am still working through internalizing things and associating them with my value or like, um, it sometimes will activate that survival mode within me as well. And I have to consciously remind myself that this does not determine nor define my value as a person. Or this is not something I have to associate with my career or how I am as a mother or how I am as a person. Like just truly understanding that I don't have to internalize everything around me. And I feel like that comes though from taking those moments, those breaks that you were speaking of so that you can reconnect, ground into yourself. You know, it all really builds upon itself. And, and then eventually you do find yourself just really enjoying life more. Yes, yes. And it really is this sort of graduation from being the inner child to the inner parent, um, which is a, a lifelong process that we navigate between. But for me too, it was like, okay, how long have I been running around based on voices that aren't my own? You know, like whether it was my moms or my dads or my coaches or my teachers or whoever that has said something to me in the past that I just clung to um, in that moment and then carried it forward without conscious awareness that I was doing that. And that's hugely impacts our self-esteem and self-confidence. If we're listening to all these other voices besides our own, because we haven't cultivated our own and actually given ourselves a chance to trust it and to experiment with it. I mean, how could we, you know? So, mm. Mm. That was, that really touched me to hear cultivating your voice. Mm -hmm. Because <laughs> we don't have a lot of practice in in that we're, we're really taught like hey this is how things are supposed to be this is how things are supposed to look and you take on this voice and then you create your entire life around voices that are not your own when in actuality you know we need to encourage more individuality um within our children within schools but also even within this realm within wellness yeah within you know within healing like yes. everyone's journey looks different everyone's voice is different and if we are bombarding people with just our voice and not allowing them to speak up then what are we truly doing you know yes. we're truly just creating the same cycle that got us here in the first place yes and if you find yourself around individuals who you're looking to as a leader or a practitioner or a mentor 
and it feels like your voice doesn't have room with them, mm-hmm. then I would recommend maybe stepping back. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed wholeheartedly. Yeah. For mm-hmm. sure. Now I will say in that cultivating voice as a parent, you know, you know, I'm always navigating what that <laughs> yeah. looks like. <laughs> And for any parents listening, and I think actually this works in all relationships, including relationship with yourself, but um, what I have discovered with Elvis is that the the way to do this, to allow him to cultivate that dialogue with himself is for us to have open conversations, even when he thinks he's going to get in trouble. Yeah. And sometimes he's right. You yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's like, yeah. Let's not do that, okay? Let's let's not make mud soup in the house. Thanks. Uh, see, you sound like Elvis. All right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I have noticed, you know, the more and more I keep the conversation open then I can hear within himself when he's doing some soothing himself or thinking through things himself. And then he finally comes to me and he's like, well, I thought about this and I did that. And, you know, and seeing that cultivation of voice, that inner voice, that inner dialogue. And of course, this can be done in all relationships, you know, with family, um, with um, partners, friendships. (laughs) even between practitioner and client you know facilitating a safe space for communication um and my goodness does oh man you're able to have a lot more fun yes and you will move so much further into the depth of the relationship if the other person isn't put on the defensive, it's really reminding me of um, a book that I'm working through, which is nonviolent communication. And it's been around a while. It's so good. I highly recommend it for any parent. I mean, anyone who's relating to other humans, it's wonderful. I can't remember his name. His first name starts with an M and his last name starts with an R. Um, Could be Rosenthal, could be Rosenberg. Um, but nonviolent communication. And it's so wonderful the way that he recommends changing how we communicate with one another by the questions that we ask. Uh, Something as simple, you know, as how we ask a question will put someone on the defensive or give them space and permission to to share what's up for them. And is it going to be hard for us to hear sometimes? Yeah, of course. It's going to be hard to hear that what we said hurt them or what we said, you know, made them feel shut down. But that's how you move through into greater relating. And that's just so huge right now. I feel like it's one of the biggest shifts we have in like human communication is moving from this like patriarchal, hierarchical, I have the power, you don't type of conversing into meeting each other as equals and having these conversations. And it's, it matters. (laughs) It's important. So excited to read this. So I looked it yes. up. Marshall um, Rosenberg. Thank you. Um, for I'm definitely next read. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. So excited for that. Um, the communication piece 
This is, oh, we are on brand for Libra. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Being diplomatic, discussing yes. things. Um, thanks, universe. Anyway, yes. uh, the communication piece, you know, coming from a heart centered place, being mindful, taking some deep breaths, understanding, you know, am I taking this personal or not? Like, mm-hmm. you know, how can I really show up for this person? Um, it and it, I'm just going off of what you said, how it deepens the relationship, it creates real intimacy. It does, yes. you know, where people feel comfortable sharing their joyful moments. And some, you know, some some of those joyful moments we are afraid to express because sometimes yes. they sound so silly or sometimes yes. they're like really important and you're afraid yes. that it won't work. Um, but if you are able to facilitate this safe space of communication with someone, all of a sudden you'll notice more and more that they're willing to open up to you. And we just want more of that. More and more. Yes. That. More and more and more of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Makes it feel good. Um, Anything that you'll be doing in particular with this full moon? Mm-hmm. I will most likely be mantra meditation and journaling. Yeah. I, yeah. Those are always great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> those are some solid yeah. things. <laughs> um, I, I haven't done it in a while, but I'm going to put out all of my spiritual tools Mm. I haven't charged up my my in a long time so um I feel that energy for this and and to get ready for it since suppose we already in eclipse season um (laughs) but you know eclipse good reminder right is is about clearing out let let it be destroyed what needs to be destroyed yes let the revelations come however they want to show um and so I do plan on these next couple of moons just flowing you know still being intentional um within community but being in more flow with my practice and just seeing where the moon takes me we'll see where Mm. we go um but I do I'm gonna charge up everything all my decks all my crystals um and just a little tidbit I don't know about you guys but all of a sudden I've gotten a reinterest in my crystals I don't know what yeah just like oh I just I don't I just see like I have them you know in these little spots yeah, yeah. some of them I haven't touched in months maybe yeah. a year you know and then all yeah. of a sudden I'm like wow you're really pretty you're really like so <laughs> calling to uh, you yeah like it's 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 nice it's like this rebirth of my relationship mm-hmm. working with my crystals so I want to get them out there this full moon and yes fun with them um okay so I have the self-care deck this deck has uh called for me again so I've been using it more using it more recently and I would like to pull us a card on how we all can care for ourselves under this full moon in Libra I love Venus energy too. It's a, mm-hmm. ooh, flow like water. Mm. So as conflict arises for us all, and maybe it won't be too bad, maybe something simple, or maybe you just have to pivot. 
you know, mm. maybe it just doesn't turn out exactly how you want it to. Um, but we're all being called to flow, to be open to how things could possibly be different around us. Um, we might get some big revelations. We might hear a new story. Story. Someone might tell us something that we never expected that they have experienced. Um, I see that for some yeah. of us. And we are all being called to just flow, to be heart-centered, and to be patient in our communication. So to just allow things to flow. Um, water coming up. So, of course, if you can, get in a bath, drink a lot of water. You know, just in general, like new moon, full moon, I think our bodies just go through some changes. And yes. more hydration. But eclipse season, you definitely want to drink a lot of water. Oh, and I have a card for us from the Animal Spirit deck. And the elephant came out, Ganesha. Thank you, Ganesha. We have beautiful, beautiful um, beginnings and beautiful endings. You know, it's Mm -hmm. some endings coming. Some some endings that we all have wanted to see. Yes. Um, There is a big shift happening for a lot of us and I think a few of us felt it last month especially physically yes. like big time um so um many of us have had a cellular upgrade and that is the ending and a beautiful beginning comes um have courage have mm-hmm. courage you might can't get rid of the fear but you can have the courage and remember how things have always worked out You're still here. You've been through some tough things and yet here you are and you can still find some time to smile. You can still find like the energy to reach out to someone and check on them. Like you can still show up in your relationships. So that means you're doing okay. You win. Yeah. And Ganesha is the remover of obstacles. So use use them. He's here for us. And you can chant Om Gam Ganapataye Namaha four times anytime you're feeling like you need some help with that. And Ganesha's great with that. Thank you. Mm-hmm. We appreciate you, Ganesha. We do. Um, okay, you guys can of course find me on Instagram at Parks Holistic Health. You can email me parksholistichealth at gmail.com. Um, make sure to sign up for the newsletter. It comes out every new and full moon. Um, I won't be doing a circle this time, but I'll make sure for uh the eclipse that we have our solar eclipse to do a circle um and if you haven't worked with me one-on-one book your consultation is free i would love to hear your story yes is are you done is registration closed for the retreat no okay i keep forgetting like not for a lot of stuff (laughs) but yeah i have like so retreat um may 26th to the 29th and Oh my goodness, the retreat is going to be amazing. You know, truly my intention with the retreat is for the people that come to to know that they are a part of community. Like Mm -hmm. when you're at home and you're getting through your days and you're working through your healing and and you can feel very isolated and you can feel very alone. And it is my intention for every participant to leave this retreat with, new friendships, um, new family, tribe, a bond, and to feel that groundedness that only community can bring. It's a different type of groundedness you feel 
when you know that you're no longer alone. Um, Mm -hmm. That is my intention with the retreat. And I still have a few slots open. We have four beds um, remaining. And um, if you're interested, let me know. Yes, it looks incredible. And if you're not already part of her newsletter, definitely join that. But what I was going to say is those of you who are, you know how amazing she is at bringing people together. It's like a one of her magic tools. <laughs> so <laughs> definitely, if you're feeling it, check it out. And for me, you can find me at JD Ingalls on Instagram. Um, you can email me, jdingles at gmail.com. And you can join my YouTube channel where I offer free yoga, breath work, meditation classes. Um, and my intention is to start posting these on there as well. So if you want the video format, you want to see Tony and I's faces <laughs> when you listen to the podcast, you can check out Women's Yoga with JD. And all of this will be included in the um, description. So enjoy everyone. Have a beautiful full moon and we will see you next time. Peace.